Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. Thank you. Happy Easter, everyone. No one else got the memo about, about the dress, dress code, no? Good. Um, it's a party today, and uh, I'm wearing my party clothes. That's the deal. That's how it goes. Um, wonderful to be with you today. We've had a wonderful day already at St. George's. There's been two different um, gatherings throughout today, celebrating the risen Jesus as part of St. George's. And this evening, we're going to be thinking for a few moments about the Easter story together. We're going to be thinking about... Um, the evidence, briefly, that we are given. We're going to be thinking about the testimony of Easter and our response and the response of those first disciples. So we're celebrating today the physical, bodily resurrection of Jesus, who was the Son of God made flesh, risen from the grave. And we're briefly going to have a look through our reading. So we've got the first few verses of our reading that's going to come up. And I want you to imagine um, being one of the disciples, one of the the men or women that followed Jesus that first Holy Week and Easter, not knowing what was to uh, to come. Imagine journeying for a few years with your beloved teacher, your rabbi, and to see him go through an unjust trial to be treated unfairly and physically beaten and bruised, to see him go to the death, to his death on a cross, the cruelest form of criminal justice, although it was unjust at the time, to have all look like it's lost, and then to sit in your Jewish Sabbath day in desolation, not being able to do things, to do the chores or to even, you know, to even go for a walk, to sit and wait, to rest, but in grief. They didn't know what was to come, and we get to celebrate what was to come. And obviously, if, for those who follow Jesus, we know what's to come. But every year, people are becoming Christians and discovering this story for themselves, And in the resurrection today, we're celebrating the vindication of all that Jesus claimed to be, the proof that Jesus was who he said he was, the defeat of death. Jesus is alive. Death could not hold him down. And the power of Christ's life in the resurrection that is still available to us today. So we see in our reading that uh, on that first day of the week, the women took the spices in obedience to their custom to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away. They did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. The first bit of evidence as to what is going on. The tomb is open and empty and there is no body. And they wondered what was happening. In the next few verses, We see a bit of the testimony that we're going to look at in a minute. We see the angels who say, he is not here. I love it. It's kind of obvious. Do you know what I mean? If there's an open tomb and you've arrived and you're looking around, um, I always think, you know, the angels, God's messengers, help people out a lot. You've seen an empty room and then an angel also says, oh, he's not not here. 
I don't know what tone it was. It was probably quite like majestic. He is not here. You know, I can't do a very low voice. Um, but the fact is, he is not here. And then they explain it. He is risen. And they remembered his words about what he said would happen. And then the final two verses, we see that uh, the women go and tell the other disciples what had happened. Peter goes and sees for himself. And they go away wondering what had happened. So as we look at at this passage together, we see the evidence, we see the testimony, and we see the response of the disciples. First of all, uh, we get to grapple again with the evidence for the resurrection. We see that the tomb was empty. The stone is rolled away. The body was gone. We know from the, the gospel narratives that the tomb had been guarded by soldiers because uh, the authorities thought that there might be a scheme to try and take away or hide the body. So it's not like they weren't prepared for this. But the, the stone was rolled away and the tomb was empty. And I remember um, as a, a young adult hearing about the resurrection and the evidence for it um, because in my story, in terms of evidence and testimony and response, my kind of response and testimony came first and then I looked more into the evidence and was even more convinced about the truth of Jesus. Uh, But in the resurrection of Jesus, we see from the New Testament that the resurrection of Jesus is the bodily, physical uh, resurrection of the person of Jesus in the first fruits, the deposit, the down payment of all that is to come in the new heavens and the new earth. Jesus wasn't resurrected uh, in the way that Lazarus was that was resuscitation. Lazarus needed help with the bandages. He looked a bit like a mummy. Um, We see in a moment what happened uh, to the the grave clothes of Jesus. So Jesus is resurrected in a different way, in in the most real way possible. So I remember hearing as a young adult that really struck me, um, the, the stone wasn't rolled away to enable Jesus to get out. He didn't need that because later on we see that in his new body, he appears in locked rooms. He can meet disciples in different places. He's not confined anymore by the not yet that we live in. So I love the idea that the stone is rolled away to show us that the tomb is empty. And it needed even more explanations from the angels who say, he's not here, he's risen. Why do you look for the living among where the dead would be. He's no longer dead. So the tomb was empty. And then um, the grave clothes are left behind. I found this this picture that really helped me think about this. Just again for some, um, some evidence. The grave clothes are left behind. So not like Lazarus who got up and walked away and still was bandaged. Um, but very much... Um, as if the the body had moved, but the the clothes of the dead stayed where they were. So you can see here, you've got a a corpse or a dead person. Um, If there were grave robbers, they would have likely taken away everything because they would have been worth something. Um, A teenager, just for comparison, (laughs) or a student, I don't know, or you, I don't know what what your cleanliness is like. Um, You know, but the, the grave clothes of Jesus were where they would have been and were left. And even the headpiece was like rolled up and placed and then the resurrected Jesus left the tomb. So in Easter we see the grave clothes are left behind. We also know from the New Testament that Jesus appeared 
to over 500 people. He was physical. At first, the disciples thought they were seeing a spirit, but he, they could touch him. They could eat with him. So they were beginning to understand that he was the first fruits of the resurrection. The down payment of all that is promised in Jesus um, was fulfilled in the resurrected Jesus. We have to grapple with that evidence. Maybe you haven't done that before. Maybe uh, you've come to faith um, through testimony or experience. And I encourage you to do that. And it's something that we can be confident in to share with the world as well. It needs to be grappled with. And then we have the testimony of uh, the resurrection. First of all, of the angels who we see in Luke's gospel. We see in quite a few of the gospels as well. But in Luke's gospel, it's so wonderful and special because it was angels at the beginning of Luke's gospel who testified and told Zechariah that they were going to have a son, John the Baptist. There were angels who talked to Joseph and Mary about Jesus. There were angels who appeared to the lowly shepherds to tell them that the king, the Messiah, was coming. And now they share that he is risen. The testimony of the angels is important. We have the testimony of the women who um, with great joy shared with the disciples. We see in different uh, gospels. Mary said, I have seen the Lord. That was her testimony. But initially, their words seemed like nonsense, like an idle tale. At the time, a woman's testimony was not valid in court. You wouldn't write this if you wanted to make up a story about a saviour who was trustworthy and who you were going to believe. Even the male disciples didn't believe it at first, and it was after when they saw that they believed. Jesus um, committed the first sharing of the gospel of, of his resurrection to women, to the unexpected. And then we have the testimony of Jesus when he later on meets the disciples and says, do not be afraid. Peace be with you. He says, go, make disciples. But he also eats with them. He spends time with them. What's your testimony of meeting the risen Jesus? I want to encourage you this Easter day to, to renew that, to remember it, to share it in your small group or with friends. If someone said, why do you follow Jesus? How would you think about sharing the resurrection? What's the evidence that you want to share? What's the testimony that you are going to share? And then we see the response of those people and of Jesus. The response of the women was obedience to him and worship. It was to share the good news of this transformational event with other people. There was the response of the disciples and all sorts of responses that we also see today when we share the Easter story. We see belief and trust. We also see wandering. We see a little bit of fear. We see in the Emmaus Road story after this, their hearts are burning because they have been talking with the risen Jesus. I also think it's interesting to think about the response of Jesus in his resurrected self. His response is to share peace, to share fellowship, but also he knows that he's not going to stay in that form with them, that he's going to ascend to be with the Father in heaven, and he's going to send his spirit to be with the disciples. What's our response to the Easter story 
today. Some of us might have heard it many times. For some of us, it might be new. It might be new in Leeds or new as part of this church. What is our response to Jesus today? who has overcome sin and death and the grave and has made it possible to be in relationship with our Father God, free from guilt, free from addiction and idols, free from fear and death and the fear of death, free to know God again with an intimacy of a child and a parent, free to love and be loved and free to be transformed by the love and the power of Jesus. We have the evidence. We read and see the testimony of the first disciples and of the church over 2,000 years. We see the response of those who first met with Jesus and the response of others that have followed. Have you grappled with the evidence? Are you confident in that evidence for the resurrection? What's your testimony? What's your story that you can share with others? And what's your response to Jesus this evening who is alive and with us by his spirit? Thank you for listening to the St. George's Lead Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, visit stgs.org.uk.